Welcome to the Beginner Audiophile Show, where we bridge the gap between the clueless big box stores and the snobby stereo shops. Every show is filled with gear reviews, commentary, and interviews aimed to find out what makes a real-world difference in your listening experience, how to get the most bang for your buck, and frankly, how to begin experiencing your music the way it was intended. And now, your co-hosts, Dr. Paul Anderson and Michael O'Neill. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Beginner Audio File. First and foremost, I'm very sorry. I know it's been a minute. I know I've been a bit of a slacker. Uh, I have multiple, uh, you know, if, if I were a juggler, I would have, I would say I have multiple balls in the air. Um, I have my normal solopreneur hour podcast. I have two YouTube channels and I have this podcast as well, but my other YouTube channel, which is dedicated to uh, re- restoration of vintage Porsches, has been a little bit of a focus. I have a very cool long-term project for that. And uh, my co-hosts have been a little tough to track down. Patrick is moving and uh, Dr. Paul has been moving and shaking. So apologies for all that. This is going to be a solo show, but I hope to pack it with cool stuff in the time that we are together. So on this episode... I'm going to uh, review, well, first of all, I've got a little news at the beginning, uh, a really cool new product that I want to talk to you guys about. I'm going to review the Hi-Fi Man TWS 600 uh, in-ears, and I have uh, a question from you guys. Uh, First and foremost, this episode is brought to you by SVS, everybody. SVS, as you may know by now, uh, big fans of SVS here at Beginner Audiophile. Uh, in fact, I have two Giganto subwoofers of theirs right in my home theater right now. I can honestly say it was the biggest difference uh, in my home theater was adding these subs. Right now I have one of their uh, PB3000s and one of their SB3000. So 3000 series with all the cool EQ and all the fun stuff. One is ported, one is sealed, and I'm going to do a little sealed versus ported bake-off for for music and for home theater. So that's happening as we speak, and um, I'm also here in the studio. I've got a pair of their Prime Wireless, and uh, they are fantastic as well. I essentially have them hooked up as my my computer speakers with an optical out from my Mac Pro into these things and an SB2000 sub. And my studio sounds like a million bucks. So here's what's cool. You you guys may remember on the last episode, I think, I talked about me going out to Utah to help my buddy Jace with with a home theater install. And SVS sent all the gear out. We had like four grand of SVS computer or computer uh, music gear, speakers and and overheads and surrounds and subs and mains and the whole thing that they sent out. And my buddy Jace has not only a wife, but six kids. And it's a, it's a whole thing. He's a, he's a busy man. And while we were there, we filmed a video for his YouTube channel. Now he, for all my little, uh, my little baby YouTube channels that I do, he is not baby about his. They have 2.7 million subscribers on his YouTube channel, which is called the Ohana Adventure. And so if you have kids, if you are a person who listens and has kids, it is a fantastic channel 
to watch with you and your kids. They do all kinds of fun games and and little challenges for all the kids to do. But what we did is we sort of made this video into a challenge. And the, the challenge was last to leave the home theater. So we had a hundred bucks. And <laughs> while we were working, <coughs> while we were working on the theater, all the kids piled into the room and um, it was the last kid to leave would earn a hundred bucks. So it was pretty funny while we were like, working on doing all this stuff and setting things up and running wire. The kids were having like a slumber party in the same room. So very amusing, but the video is up now and I don't know what it's called. I'm linking to it in the show notes. So if you guys check out beginneraudiofile.com and I'll have the YouTube link in there, you can check it out. Let me see what they called it in case you want to just search for it, which is also very doable. It's called, um, last to leave the movie theater, 24 hours, no leaving. And it published on August 12th. As I read this to you now, it has 371,000 views, which is bonkers. Um, so anyway, but it's cool. So that was a bunch of SVS gear that we set up. It was really cool, uh, really fun experience, but definitely worth checking out. Uh, in the news, a piece of gear that I've been waiting for for probably a year and a half is finally out. And that is the Emotiva XMC. Two. Oh, I forgot. Uh, the whole reason I got into that SVS thing is because they're sponsoring this episode. And uh, svsound.com is where you can go check out all of SVS's stuff. Um, their stuff sounds fantastic. I will say, I was so surprised by how, like, obviously I'm a big SVS guy. I like the stuff. I think it's amazing bang for the buck. I was shocked by how good the entire home theater sounded with their prime speakers, with their surrounds. Uh, I'm, you could do so much worse for so much more money. So if you have, I think what we installed was probably about four grand, but it was everything. It was like a full Dolby Atmos uh, 5.2.4 setup. So if you are interested in that, uh, check out the video. You can see the kids' reactions to how uh, great the home theater was. And we also surprised his wife with new furniture in the theater room and everything was just beautiful by the time they got there. And He's sold now from that video. He's had so many people that have watched the video and bought full SVS setups. So uh, worth, it, worth a look for you guys. Anyway, Emotiva, everybody. Not a sponsor of the episode, but uh, in terms of news, their XMC2 came out. Uh, it is finally shipping. Now, um, they, had a, they have a legendary... Uh, home theater receiver that also does amazing home uh, two channel and it's their RMC one. It's $5,000. It's a 16 channel Dolby Atmos DTSX cinema processor. It's all the things you put it right up against a Macintosh. I mean, really right up against the highest end stuff you can find their XMC two is like a little brother. That's not that little. It's 16 channel. 9.2.6 9.2.6 Dolby Atmos, like out of the box. You need separate amps. So this is a, it's just a processor, but holy Toledo. This thing has all the bells and the whistles. Um, I'm hoping to get my hands on one and live with it for a little while. They tell me I can only have it for 30 days, which is a bit of a bummer, but handmade in America. It's got crazy specs. Um, let's see. Uh, fully bands reference stereo signal pass. So it's going to sound great in two channel, all the latest stuff like 
Atmos, DTSX, PCM, HDMI, all, blah, 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 all the things. Um, tons of audio input and output options. I mean, like anything you can think of. When you look at the back of this thing, it looks like uh, you're looking at a, 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 I don't know, a city. You know, it's just got a million different things, all the different surround sound modes. I don't know if you've ever played with it, but um, that DTS Neural X, someone put on uh, Pink Floyd The Wall, which, you know, obviously was recorded long before any of these surround technologies. And I was at Cedia last year here in San Diego, which, by the way, is coming up in Denver, uh, first couple weeks of, of September, um, CEDIA. And then so is the Rocky Mountain Audio Fest. That's another a quick piece of news. But that's all happening in Denver in the next couple of weeks. But um, DTS Neural X, they put Pink Floyd the wall on. And when a regular two-channel analog signal is being processed by kind of a surround processor, it starts throwing stuff in weird places. You know, you have no idea where the sound's coming from. And it doesn't sound cohesive. Holy crap, somebody put this DTS Neural X on for Pink Floyd the Wall, and I was flummoxed. I was blown away by how killer and immersive it was. So this thing has it. It's got all the other stuff. It's worth checking out. I'm going to link this up as well in the show notes. And it's, you know, they've got remote control, so your Android or your iPhone can control it. All the 4K, all the HDR, all the Dolby Vision, all the ARC. You know, it's just got all the stuff. It's three grand. It's mega upgradable, which is the other thing I think is really cool about Emotiva is that um, it's got all the things. And the it's, it's very function before form, I will say. Even though it looks beautiful, it's got this beautiful blue glow like all the other Emotiva stuff. Just the front face gives you all the scoop of what's happening at that time. So can't wait to get my hands on it. It's out now. It's shipping it's been, we've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting because to me, beginner audiophile, um, three grand is generally my, um, my ceiling for stuff I want to talk about on this show. Like, I feel like if you've gotten, let's say you've gotten your home theater, you're, you're set up to a good spot. Three grand is like a good kind of mid tier upgrade. And I think you're going to have that for many years. Meaning like if you buy a processor, or an AVR and your intention is to say, I have one piece of gear for two channel and for home theater that I want this thing to last at least five years. And that's one of the really cool things about Emotiva is that they're, they're, um, they always, they're always forward thinking. So if they do upgrade something, they typically have some kind of program where you can, um, you know, you can ask them and they will, will upgrade it for you. So anyway, worth checking out. I hope you guys uh, have a look. I can't wait to get my hands on it. They're apparently going to send me one, and that'll be uh, further down the road for a review. Uh, I'm looking at it now on the website. I'm just drooling all over my desk here. It is a very beautiful piece of kit. And by the way, not an ad for Emotiva. It's just that a lot of us have been talking about this because their other piece of gear was so good that can we can we still make a combo platter and, and have it um, have have it maybe not quite as functional and pro, but something that most of us can use. And I think, you know, you get to that three grand for the brain of your system. And you get a couple of amps, you know, that, which are also pretty affordable. And, you know, for, I would say 10 grand, which again, sounds a lot when you're doing it all at once, but if you piece it together, you could have a monster home theater slash two channel setup that 
you, your family, and everybody you know would be blown away by. So if that seems expensive, I get it. There are much lower priced things, but this is kind of what I would consider a, an audiophile AVR. Um, at least that's what I hope it's going to be. Um, I did review years ago the um, Anthem, their Anthem fancy one, and it was too complicated. Like I really wanted, I loved it. Like it was a really great piece of gear, but when you go back to a Marantz or a Denon or a, a Onkyo uh, receiver, AVR, and you see how easy it is to set up and how it is, you know, you can Bluetooth and stream to it and do all the things. It's like, oh, man, I'm all for the boutique really high-end stuff. But they are years behind on interface. And I'm hoping that this one will have some pretty cool interface uh, in addition to having all the geeky stuff. So, so stay tuned for that. But that is out in the world, and I'm stoked about it. Uh, on to the review. This will be a short show, by the way, maybe 20. On to the review. I was talking to my boy, and he said, hey, have you guys, uh, have you guys done any Hi-Fi Man headphones yet? And Hi-Fi Man is a really cool high-end headphone company. And so he said they've got a pair of True Wireless. I am all about the True Wireless thing because I live in that world. But Hi-Fi Hi Man makes headphones. They make, um, you know, all kinds of different uh, headphone-related things, like little amplifiers and things like that. But their headphones get pretty crazy. Their Shangri-La is, is there even a price on them? There's not. But, like, the Shangri-La Junior is eight grand. <laughs> so, but they have headphone amps. They've got... Um, the Susvara, which I've heard, are these really amazing, um, they're uh, not, not linear, but um, what's the word I'm looking for that I'm brain farting on? Um, they are a something that I can't think of. Oh, planar, planar magnetic headphones. And they're insane. And they look like they cost six grand because they cost six grand but they look like these beautiful piece of industrial awesomeness. Well, you know, after doing all of these mega high-end headphones, they said, hey, let's take a crack at some in-ears. Let's some true wireless. And so the guy said, hey, have you seen these suckers yet? I said, no. And he sent me over a pair of their TWS 600 true wireless earphones. They are $199. And I review these things. I've done a bunch of them now. I've had the Sennheisers. Uh, I've had the Master Dynamic. I've had the, uh, what are they called? Um, uh, uh, the, the, the hearing aid people. I had, um, obviously, the Apple AirPods, which are silly to even say in the same sentence as any of these things. Um, and... I keep waiting for like the perfect set of true wireless. I will say, well, let me give you the stats on these things first. 199 bucks. Bluetooth 5.0. I'll tell you why that matters later. Uh, waterproof. 38.5 overall, 38.5 hour 
overall play time. So 5.5 hours of constant play time. And then the uh, charge, the case has another 33 hours of charge in it. So 38 hours of uh, charge time. I am super nerdy about the case, all the cases. One thing I didn't like about the Sennheisers was the case felt super flimsy and it didn't feel great. These things are shaped like the case on this is, an, is, a, is a, an egg shape and they're made of firm plastic. They feel super solid. They have a magnetic snap to them. So as you get the lid closer to the bottom of the case, it just snaps closed. The uh, form factor is that of a good IEM or an in-ear monitor. So they kind of twist in as you uh, put them in. And by the way, uh, uh, kit.com slash solo hour, kit.com slash solo hour. If you click on the beginner audio file uh, section, I have these headphones in there. If you guys are interested in checking them out, they get killer, almost solid five-star reviews on Amazon. Um, here's a few things I love. I've never in any, any device anywhere seen as good of a Bluetooth connection as these things have. Meaning, I've never been able to go this far away from my phone before. With, like, I almost feel like I could do a run and these things would like, keep connecting to my phone three miles away. They have a video where they are, is it 150 meters they have a crazy video where they're like a zillion miles away. And I just experienced this the other day. I was at the gym. I go to LA Fitness. I was in LA at the time. My bag that had my phone in it was on one side of the gym. I went all the way to the other side to grab a drink of water, fully expecting that I would disconnect. And I'm not kidding, dudes. I was 60 yards away, maybe, maybe more. What is that, 100, 180 feet away? I was like, I was... I felt like I was half a football field at least. And I'm looking all the way on the other side of the gym. It's a huge warehouse of a gym, right? It's a big LA fitness going. Holy shit. Look how far away I am from this. It was fine. It didn't break up at all. The Sennheisers. I literally couldn't put in my left pocket because they would disconnect. I'd have to put them in my, in my right pocket because they would disconnect so much. So holy crap. First of all, Bluetooth connection, off the charts. So if you're doing something where you are, you know, you're at the office or, you know, I use them when I'm working on my car in the garage and I can just have my phone charging on the workbench and be around the car and not have to worry about headphones getting tangled. That's killer. Uh, obviously, the phone can stay in a backpack if I'm on a walk or on a bike ride or on a scooter or something and not have to worry about disconnecting. They have, of course, all the controls in the ears. So what's the... Uh, what's the important part? How do they sound? Well, I'm not going to get into mega technical specs, but they sound fantastic. They are every bit as good as the Sennheisers, which currently had the, I was pretty close between the Sennheiser and Master Dynamic. They, they were both pretty amazing to me. Uh, the crappy Bluetooth and the crappy case really put a, 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 a damper on my, my experience with the Sennheisers for the master and dynamic, the case was the best case I've ever seen this grad chrome metal case that also was a magnetic case. Um, didn't have a lot of problems with those. Those were great. Uh, I just lost them. 
<laughs> so that was great. Hi-Fi Man, these things are, they're, they are completely locked in your ear. They don't need to be um, sound canceling because they're so, the fit is so tight. They have a million different earbud options that fit in. So major plus marks for sound. It's five stars for sound, five stars for case, five stars for Bluetooth. Now, the negatives. Uh, two things are negative in this uh, for these guys. Um, call quality, not great. My phone call quality is not awesome with these in-ears. Um, I've definitely had better. And it's important to me if I, if I have a, if I'm doing one lifestyle device that they sort of do, cause I do a, a lot of coaching calls for my other business. I help people with their businesses and um, it's, it's really nice to be able to, Oh, well, I'll get back to that. Um, it's really nice to be able to um, have a, a good, good call, call clarity. So not awesome. I'd probably give three and a half stars for call quality. One other five star thing I forgot about is that the earbuds can be used independent of each other. So if you are like me, I tend to fall asleep to, I fall asleep to comedy actually. But if I'm sleeping on, you know, one side with the Sennheisers, you have to have both of them in your ear or they don't function. And that, in fact, that's the, that's the case with a lot of them. This one, you can just have one in. So if you want to just put load up your left side because you sleep on your right or vice versa, you can totally do that without any issues. So I love that. That's another huge win, another five-star for me. The other one that is less than desirable is I've had a, uh, I would say, the most challenging time connecting these to Bluetooth regularly, meaning if they should somehow get disconnected or I take them out, for really quickly, let's say I go, I go to the grocery store and I'm not, I want to be the rudest person in the world and keep my headphones in when I'm at the grocery store. So I take them out and let's say I don't have the case with me and I just put them in my pocket. If they should disconnect for some reason, it's a real pain in the butt to get them to reconnect without the case. So I'm finding that I have to like put them back in the case for a couple of seconds and then take them out. Like, so it's a little clunky. I don't know if that can be resolved with a, um, a firmware update. I'm hoping it can, but it seems like the exact kind of thing that can be solved with a firmware update. So it, I've gone through some situations where it's a little clunky getting it to reconnect again and find itself. Uh, but overall, I, I'm going to give these guys a four and a half out of five. Highly recommend. To me, they are the buy they are $100 cheaper than the Sennheisers. The sound quality is every bit as good. The case is way better. The Bluetooth is way better. The sound, again, amazing. Uh, I love that they can use just one. They feel super solid in your ear. I love the analog click. So whereas the Sennheisers has this sort of touch capacitive uh click on each ear, which is cool and kind of funky where you can kind of swipe and turn the volume up and down. It's a pain in the ass when you accidentally touch it and Siri comes up on your ears or you're trying to put them in and it's either Siri or it's, you know, uh, volumes going up because you're just literally putting them in and your fingers on the touch capacitive thing. This has a good 
analog click to it. So can't recommend them enough. 199 bucks. You can get them kit.com slash solo hour. That's obviously an affiliate link. If you guys decide to get them and go through Amazon, uh, they have a great, uh, solid, almost five-star rating with uh, 37 customer reviews on Amazon. The fit is amazing. There's a lot of great pictures on Amazon. The sound is amazing. So, um, yeah, that's, I can't say enough. They are fantastic. Okay. So check them out. Hi-Fi Man, TWS 600, almost said 6,000, TWS 6,000, TWS 600, and um, they're fantastic. So highly recommend. Best earbuds I've had. Finally, uh, here's a quick question. Thanks for all the audio knowledge. My current living room setup is Spotify Connect, 320 kbps to an Echo Dot uh, Harman Kardon Onyx 3. Wait, so I just read. Oh, Echo Dot 2 Harman Kardon Onyx 3. What is the Harman Kardon Onyx 3? Let's have a look at that really quick and see what that little sucker is. That is, oh, it's a, it's a little speaker. Okay, a little portable speaker. Um, let's see. It says, based on my research, Echo Dot does not have any outputs compatible with a DAC, so I feel stuck. I'm open to buying gear to send bitter signal to my speaker, but really want to preserve my Echo Dot streaming play. I like to be able to stream music over Wi-Fi rather than Bluetooth, so my phone remains able to take calls or play videos without disrupting music in the room. Needless to say, I feel stuck. Didn't find this topic discussed on any of your episodes. Uh, am I missing something? No, not at all. So... Uh, this is a kind of a two-parter. Number one, the Echo Dot does actually have an analog out. So all you need to do is get a 3.5 millimeter to RCA. That is how you connect to a piece of gear. Number two, don't use that piece of gear as your primary listening um, uh, device. And I don't even know, does it have? Let me look back. It looks like... Uh, yeah, it's got an auxiliary in, so you can actually do 3.5 mil to 3.5 mil and stream that right in. No problem. Uh, not over Bluetooth, not over any of that stuff. But what I would, would recommend instead is why don't you grab a pair of these, uh, powered monitors. So highly recommend these SVS prime wireless. They sound great. They're like 600 bucks. I think, uh, let me double check on that. Oop, SVS Prime Wireless, less, little speakers. They're going to, yeah, they're five, they're, yeah, 600 bucks. Uh, they sound fantastic. You can pair them with a, one of the SVS 1000s, and it's $1,099, so about 1100 bucks. Gets you a killer setup that you can stream right from your Echo Dot, right into analog in on the Prime Wireless, and you are absolutely golden. They will sound fantastic. You will love them. Your whole listening experience will be changed. If you have more money to spend, uh, our favorites, the Kef LS50 wireless, are they've gone down from $2,300 to $2,000, which, again, you pair that with a REL or an SVS subwoofer, so for about three grand, you are getting world-class two-channel sound. It's obviously a different tier than what I just recommended to you, but they're killer. And the other ones I don't talk about too much, but I own and they're in my bedroom. And if you want to do a, a pair of speakers and not even have a, a sub if you don't want to, 
Um, the cliffs, uh, the uh, cliffs. That's great. That's great, Mike. The Klipsch, um, powered. They're called um, the ones I'm using anyway. They're called the Sixes. Klipsch the Sixes. They are seven ninety nine. I have them in my bedroom. They are absolute powerhouses. They're eight hundred bucks. Yeah. If you really want a sub, you can use them. But I don't know that you need them. You you don't need them out of the gates. I think they look beautiful. They have this great vintage look. They're eight hundred bones. They sound fantastic. They will also connect to your Amazon <laughs> Echo Dot, and on any of these things will because you've got an analog. Uh, out from the dot that's just a little plug like uh, the plug on your headphones or uh, you know on your um, iPhone or whatever well formerly your iPhone and you can plug them into anything powered but that's what I would do I would take the the Harman Kardon and put it in the kitchen or put it somewhere where you're not really listening to music there you know and and maybe you can link it up but get your primary listening set up with a nice spare uh, pair of stereo speakers Nice little sub if you need it. If you don't want to run with the clips, I've just given you three tiers. SVS if you're on a budget, Klipsch if you're in the middle, and Kef if you are, uh, if you got some money to spend, you want to just be done. Like one thing, and by the way, those are also available uh, solo hour. I'm sorry, kit, kit.com, K-I-T.com slash solo hour. I will also link them up in the show notes for all of those speakers I just talked to you about. But you, one of the cool things, and I think really where the industry is going, is you can just buy these powered speakers now and you're done. You don't need to muck with it if you don't want to. We happen to want to because we're hobbyists and we like to see how much we can maximize, and it's really fun. So um, that's the deal, dudes and dudettes. If you're interested in checking that stuff out, I think that's what you need, and you should be good to go. Kendrick, Hope you. I hope you enjoy, my friend. And uh, you keep on rocking. And that's going to be it for this episode, you guys. And do me a favor, if you would. I know it's cool to have banter. And so I'm leaning on doing more shows and keeping them solo because I can just do them whenever I want. I don't have to rely on somebody else's schedule. And if you guys are okay with that, if you're okay with me doing these solo episodes and still answering questions and doing reviews and and talking a little bit of news and and doing that kind of thing. If that's cool with you guys, I'm all for it. So write me uh, beginneraudiophile at gmail.com or connect with me on Instagram at beginneraudiophile. And if it sounds good to you guys, uh, then I'm all for it. And you'll start seeing episodes happen a little more frequently. Okay. With that, you guys keep listening to great music. I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to Beginner Audiophile. For gear giveaways and answers to your questions, join our mailing list at beginneraudiophile.com. Tag pictures of your audio setup to at Beginner Audiophile on Instagram. Until next time, keep experiencing great music.